Today's episode of the Crazy Happy Life podcast, two days ago, I came to the realization standing in our kitchen that I needed to admit something about my broadcasting career that I've always felt I've kind of dodged or ignored. Yeah, and our conversation leads into us talking about our infertility struggles and how kind of you just things just don't work, but you make it happen. It's okay to fail is the title of today's episode. So enjoy. Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> it's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. This podcast is called Crazy Happy Life for a reason. Uh, this podcast is uh, coming to you a little bit late this week because uh, the last few days we've been working from home, doing our radio show with baby Jay, our one-year-old, and trying to do everything else. And so... Uh, we almost forgot to do a podcast episode. Yes, this week. all while bouncing around to like 18 different events. I feel like we've had this week and stuff it's going crazy. on. So it has been crazy, hence the name of this podcast. It really uh, lives up to the name, doesn't it? How are you doing? Because uh, earlier today, we had a staff meeting and it was via Zoom. And I'm watching you. I We had the phone set up on our like dining room table that opens up to our kitchen. And during the staff meeting, which the camera's on us. Lauren is feeding our baby, changing a diaper, doing all this, Making trying to get bottle. ready for the nap <laughs> while you're contributing right. to the staff meeting. I just want to start off, first of all, with a round of applause. Wow, thank you, you. Sorry, I only gave you three claps. I mean, <laughs> how's that? Is that a little bit better? That's better. How are, thank how are you. you doing with this week has been a little bit of a peek into what a lot of parents are doing right now, which is working from home while right. taking care of their kids, doing it all at the same time. You know, I uh, it's funny you ask. I called my mom and scolded her just a couple hours ago, and I said, Mom, why don't you live here? I need a grandparent. I need extra hands because it's it's tough. It's tricky. I mean, we normally have a super amazing nanny, babysitter extraordinaire, uh, but she's not feeling well, so we've been shorthanded, which obviously, hello, we're going to step up. We're parents. Like, yeah, that's what we do. And... Um, you know, it's it's been tricky trying to do the show from home. Um, our job is interesting because I am needed to be physically on and literally on the air. So I have to like be talking at certain times on the minute, by the minute. Yeah. And that's tricky when I can't ever plan what's going to happen every minute with a baby. So it's been good. I mean, I was wondering all, how you're doing. Managed. It's, been, it's been a crazy couple of days. I. Honestly, can't remember the last time I showered. And, you know, it's funny. I was actually... It's prioritizing, honestly, is how I get through it. I was asked this the other day, and I never really thought about it till someone asked me, and we were right in the middle. We had kind of a crazy last seven days. We had almost an event every single day. We were doing these fun campaign stops, meeting a bunch of our listeners. And someone asked me, he said, do you think you'll get burnout? And normally I'm like, oh, no, whatever. And it was actually a moment where I sat down and I said, you know what? I need to evaluate everything to make sure that I don't get burnout. And yeah. I figured out ways to do that. And I think these last couple of days, you know, a few hours ago, even before we recorded this, the show was done. We were getting rid of, ready for a staff meeting. Our baby wouldn't go down. And I kind of looked at you and said, you are doing what anybody would be doing right now, trying to balance work and parenting on yeah. the same house. You got to handle what comes at you. That's all you got to yeah. do. And for me, like... My biggest thing and my biggest goal as a parent is to 
always, always, always put my son first. I mean, you too, obviously. Thanks. But like to always put my family first. So yeah, I need to hit the air. And yeah, I need to do a podcast episode. And yeah, I need to attend this Zoom meeting. And yeah, I have all these deadlines. And need to meet for this, that, and the other. And all these events. But at the end of the day, like my son comes first. And so I will always focus my attention on him and try to give him the best attention in, in life that he needs and deserves before all those other things. Yeah. So this morning, that's what I've been trying to do, right? I'm out there feeding him, playing with him, taking care of him, changing diapers. My goodness, I've changed three di- d- dirty diapers already today. Yeah. Three poopies. <laughs> but um, no, it's good. I just, it's all prioritizing. It's trying to like map out my time I'm just the best way I can. I, like I'm amazed. And here I am. I feel like I kind of have to go like work mode, dad mode. I really struggle with balancing being a dad. Like, I'm always like, okay. At the same time. Yeah. So, for instance, when we have a lot to do and we're working from home with our baby, I always want to be like, all right, let me just get all the work stuff done and then I can go full dad mode. And that's just not how life works. Like, nope. There's there's plenty of people all (laughs) the time. He has his own timetable. I think about our boss. Our boss all the time, he'll, you know, work a few hours and he's like, oh, my kid's got uh, basketball practice I got to take him to. And then he leaves, yeah. goes and does that, and yeah, then comes totally. back. And I think that's one thing I really want to try. You know, when I was asked this question about do I think I'll ever get burnt out of our crazy life, I remember saying I've, I think I've just got to accept the fact that there's going to be moments where I go work mode, dad mode, back to work mode. Mm-hmm. Instead of I literally, my goal would be do all the work in the beginning of the day mm-hmm. and then for six, seven hours in the afternoon and evening. I don't even have to think uh, about it, but that's just not how it works. You struggle with a little bit of perfectionism, I think. Yeah. You like to make sure... Have you seen myself in the mirror? (laughs) It's natural. You like to make sure everything is done perfectly and then you can just put a bow on it and move on to the next thing, Yeah, which is great. And that's a, a... In a perfect world, that would be awesome. But once you have kids, it's like everything goes out the window. Because you're trying to take care of another human being now who needs you for different things at different times. Yeah. So it's just, it's not realistic at that point, I'm especially just when you're working from home. And like for, especially during COVID and everything, we've had, there's so many people that are working from home, especially when their kids were out of school. So it was like, I'm working from home. My kids are out of school. I can't take them to, you know, maybe I don't have daycare or whatever. And you're trying to balance all that. I can't imagine. We've been doing it for two days and. I feel like, well, I just want to get all the work stuff done and then we can be parents. It's hard. Employers need to be flexible right now. I mean, we've been saying that for, you know, 25,000 months, I feel like is how long we've been in quarantine and all this COVID stuff. But I'm I'm hoping that employers out there are being a little flexible with their employees, especially employees who are trying to juggle working and schooling their kids at home. I can't even I can't even imagine it. I'm just trying to keep the kid fed and breathing. I just put (laughs) Daniel Tiger on in the next room. He's good. He's good to go. But I can't imagine having to teach him math and, and, you know, language arts or whatever else they need to be taught, science and all that good stuff, history. I mean, I couldn't. Honestly, I'd say um, Google. Like, Google's your friend because I don't know. (laughs) I am always scared of that moment where my son's like, Dad... Can you uh, help me with homework? I'm going to be like, uh, no, I can't help you with homework. Though That's in, when we in, hire a tutor. In my defense, I'm not about that. I don't remember my parents helping me with homework that that often, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Like my mom, I don't remember my mom really helping with homework much. More of the crafty, the projects, but like yeah. nitty gritty. Yeah. I have a really smart brother. So I have a brother that's two years older than me that's getting his PhD, and he is a genius. We're talking Harvard genius. He, yeah, Harvard, he's very smart. Yeah, super smart. So whenever I had mm-hmm. math problems, my mom would actually say, 
Joey, go, go talk ask to your, your brother. brother. And Which was good for brother. you because he just finished that grade because he's only a couple yeah. years older. So he basically just went through it all. But what's bad for me is he has integrity and morals and values. And so, <laughs> so he won't let you cheat. I would just be like, dude, just do it and I'll pay you five bucks or I'll let you borrow my <laughs> video game. And he'd be like, no, I got to teach you. I you got to be able to show um, the steps. I was really lucky to have a stepdad who's super good at math. He his uh, the field of work he's in requires a lot of math, specifically algebra. Mm-hmm. He's in um, construction and surveying and things like that with with engineering, and so he's very good with um, what do you call them formulas. <laughs> See, I don't even know smart. what they're called. But he uh, he was really good, so he helped me a bunch with my math homework. Like honestly, I pretty much owe my math grades to him because I did not do good. Well, give I him just, a call. After the podcast, I give just him a call. Basically, I'm sure uh, years later, be like, you know advice. what? I appreciate that. Yeah, he the helps other, me a lot. Uh, the other thing I want to bring up on the episode today, and I don't think, Lauren, you're going to like this because I'm basically admitting that I'm I'm a failure, but I had a real interesting, I don't want to call it epiphany two nights ago, but- Realization? I, I had a realization. I got kind of emotional. Two nights ago. So you okay. were up doing a workout on the bike or whatever. You were doing something. I was downstairs. I was picking up some cleaning bottle or uh, cleaning some baby bottles and just kind of straightening up the house. And, you know, it was interesting. I was just thinking about it. it was kind of in the middle of this crazy week we've had where we've had events and different things. And I felt extremely blessed and I felt extremely grateful for what we do because we've talked about it before. Our life is busy. Our life is crazy. Um it's a lot of different things and different moving parts, but we're not pouring concrete every day. We're not building buildings. We're not, you know, laying bricks. We are doing something that, that a lot of people would say, oh my gosh, that's a ton of fun, right? Just talking. I, uh, I described it the other day to somebody because somebody asked me like, man, it must be so hard, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, no, 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 it's not hard work. We work hard, yeah. but it's not hard work. It's a great way to If that it. makes sense. And we do. I mean, we bust our butts to do what we do. Yeah. But again, it's not hard work. Yeah, sure. We love what we do and we're happy doing it and we work hard doing it. So but that's I, a good way to describe I it. I realized something as I was standing there in the kitchen and I got a little emotional and I think I finally admitted something and I think there's a great teaching moment in there is that the first time I got a crack at my first big time radio gig, first time, you know, hosting a show, I failed. Like, I really, truly failed. And I've never really thought about it like that. But I failed. And my failure turned into, I think, what's been an amazing journey so far. And so I thought about it. And, it, you know, it was really interesting. And I, I feel like I've talked about it before. But I always kind of sugarcoat it. But I realized two nights ago, I was given a chance to host a radio show. And it did so poorly, they got rid of the station. So but I, is I'm that a failure. because of you? I don't well, think that's because of you. No, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different factors, but I actually think it was good to admit that, you know what? The If you really look at it, my first time hosting a radio show. So long story short, I got hired as a producer for my first. And we're, and we're talking, you know, I, I had kind of a talk show before, but it was really small market. But This was bigger market. Yeah. Like you got the keys to the car kind of a thing. I got hired as a producer. Mm-hmm. Then a host quit. Then I was kind of a fill-in host. And then another host quit. And then I became a program director of a radio station, which is where you're basically in charge of running the station. Mm-hmm. I was hosting an afternoon drive show. I got to hire my own co-host. Got to pick him out. And in less than two years, the ratings were bad. Not Revenue it's was bad. Fault. It's the co-host. Yeah, I, <laughs> just kidding. But it, I, I just yeah, actually, I, get what you mean. 
I think I learned something, and that was it is okay to fail. Because mm-hmm. if you look at everything that's going on right now in our life, there's a lot of wins and successes. Ratings are good. Revenue's good. You know, the show's very successful. Podcast downloads are great. And I, I'm, not, I'm not saying this of like, oh, look how amazing it is. What I'm saying is if you looked at it and if I asked myself, I would say we've got a really, really good thing going. But when I first were given keys to a car, I crashed it. Yeah. And yeah. I, like, I don't know. It's it's okay to fail. I think that's what I've learned this well, week. Well, and as cheesy as it sounds, that's what you do. You got back up, you dusted yourself off, and you took another crack at it, and here you are. So you're right. There there are moments in life, and and we're using the analogy of, of radio, right, with, from your experience, but this could be applied to anything, really. Um, you go through an experience that maybe it doesn't go the way you planned, or you fail, okay? As, as much as we hate to admit it, but we all have failures, we all have successes, but you fail. What do you do? Do you let the failure beat you down and then you feel like I can never get back up and I can never find success in anything again in my life? Yeah. No, and I would hope not. I would hope nobody feels that way because, you know, life is worth living and things are worth chasing after and don't feel complacent in something you you hate or you're not good at. And so... Uh, I think that's good. That's a good learning lesson. I, I I personally wouldn't have called you a failure. I can see how you are calling yourself well, that. Well, I've normally, as you've said, you kind of go, oh, well, you know, they wanted to make a rock station, and so they flipped the sports station to a rock station. And, you know, I've always kind of thought that. And, you know, my boss has complimented me. But at the end of the day, I was in charge of a radio show and a radio station, and it did not. If it was performing well and the show it was going flipped, great, yeah. it wouldn't have flipped. And I, I feel like I'm okay with that because I still remember the meeting that I got called into where I was basically told, show's getting canceled, your station's getting canceled. There's so much negative that could have happened. But I still remember our boss, it was my boss at the time, it wasn't Lauren's boss at the time. Lauren came into the picture right after. Sure. But our boss basically saying, but you're a good person. We want to keep you with the company. And it was at that point I realized, you know, failure, the the biggest difference between, let's say you fail at something. You try a career, you try something, and you fail at it. If you're a good person, you're nice to others, you're hardworking, you're kind, you treat people with respect, you have fun with your coworkers, you respect your boss, they they gave me another opportunity after mm-hmm. a failure. He could have said, Hey, man, I gave you the keys to the car. You you wrecked it. I'm not going to hand you another car. Mm-hmm. But I think the only difference between failing and getting another chance is what kind of a person are you, right? I mean, if you get fired from a job or you you switch careers, if you're a good person, someone's going to say, I got that. I got their back. I yeah. like them. You know the uh, cheesy saying, everything happens for a reason? I, I often come back to that with a lot of things in my life because I'll go through an experience where I'm just like, wow, I did not see myself ending up here. I did not see myself doing this X, Y, Z, whatever it is, but I wouldn't be doing this X, Y, Z if this didn't happen to me. And that's exactly your situation, right? You would have never thought in a million years you'd be doing what you're doing with me. Never in a million, I can't even stress that enough, in a million years. But what led you to doing that? Failing. Yeah, exactly. And so maybe... Huh? Maybe failure is not such a bad thing. And maybe it really wasn't failure. Maybe it was the closing of one chapter and the opening of another chapter. Maybe that was going to happen no matter what and had nothing to do with you per se. And it's that, you know, quote unquote, everything happens for a reason. But 
maybe that's what it is with your life. You know, we, we've talked about it on our podcast several times. We've mentioned, you know, our infertility struggles for, for having our son and what a miracle he is. You know, our first opportunity to move down to where we are was given to us by a phone call of you getting the job to be this producer. Yeah. That ended up growing this, that, and the other. You just shared the whole story. Um, But the more that I have thought about it, as much as I'd like to think that, you know, fate aligned us to bring us here to do our, our radio show and to help inspire other people and this, that, and the other, I selfishly think that we were led to be here so that we could have our son. Yeah. Because where we lived was a very small town. We'd been struggling with infertility for years. We didn't have the resources available to help us. And what did we find here when we moved here into a bigger city? There were resources available. There were um, infertility and reproductive clinics and doctors and testing and physicians that were able to help us. And oh my gosh, we now have embryos so we can have babies. And so... Yes, the show and, and all these them on things. eBay. <laughs> all these things fell into place and everything was aligned. But I was like, I keep thinking back on, wow, like all these things that are happening in our life are, are beautiful and I'm happy we're doing these things. But I can't stop thinking about where we would be if we didn't take yeah. that producer job family wise. Yeah. I don't think we'd have access to the the resources we have here. We'd have to do some form of travel here and there, back and forth to even have the thought of conceiving a child. And it's intertwined, right? So our professional life and our personal life is more intertwined than probably any other job you could have, right? I mean, when you have a married couple doing radio, you give up your personal life pretty much, except like there's like those vloggers that do everything. They're like live streaming yeah. their living room and that kind of stuff. But, but we're, we're pretty kind of open. Yeah. Like we don't really But you know, it's much. interesting because we didn't, in our infertility, we didn't find solutions until we admitted that we failed at getting pregnant naturally, that we were, you know, we, we couldn't do it. Like, I still remember the doctor basically giving us the most honest, straightforward news, and it was, you guys are going to have to adopt or you're going to have to do IVF. There, I mean, there is a slight, 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 slight oh, chance. He basically and said so, it's impossible for you to do it on your own. And so I think looking at that, we didn't get solutions and we weren't able to start a family until we actually admitted and saying, this is not the route for us. We have to go a different route, right? If we just thought, well, we just need to, we just need to work on, I mean, people were all the time like, you need to make sure you're getting romantic in late October to early January. <laughs> have right? you tried this? The, the moment we said we're different. <laughs> so many suggestions. The moment we said, you know, we've got infertility problems. Let's go with the IVF route or let's go adoption or whatever we had to do. That's when we actually started making a difference and actually started having progress. And professionally, I think it's healthy that I'm finally saying, you know what? When I was first given a radio job in sports radio, I failed at it. And I sucked at it. And I wish I could find an email. I should have prepared better. But I remember when I was doing sports radio years ago, and it was pretty close to after I, you know, they eventually canceled my show. I got an email from a listener. That ripped me to shreds. But the one thing that was interesting in the email, because basically it was like, oh, this guy's no, no good and all this. But in the email, he says, I mean, if you want to do these kind of stuff on a morning show, that would make more sense. But it's just not working, right? I think he even CC'd my boss on it. 
Got years it. later. So he's saying this guy would do better. Yeah. He belongs on a morning show. And that's what the email not- said. This email goes, <laughs> this guy's a hack. He belongs. And it basically was the way I was doing the talk show. I did a lot of stuff that you typically hear on a morning show on a music station. And I was doing them in the afternoons well, and sports. you're just having fun. And sometimes I was just sports doing, is a little more serious. And literally, I was doing whatever I thought was good radio. And so I remember... I just kind of did some things that I thought were going to be funny and they didn't hit. But in that email, even the listener pointed out, well, maybe this guy would have success in a morning show. That was never in my mind. But I think the moment, so with our infertility, we had to admit, all right, we're failing at this natural way of doing things. We got to go with a different option. We're not just going to keep trying and seeing if it works. We're going to go to do IVF. And aren't you grateful we did? Yeah, right? I, but we I mean, wouldn't now, have our know, son. And so I think that from yeah. now on, I I feel like if I can get really vulnerable, I feel like I've always given that a sugar-coated, well, you know, it didn't really work out with sports. It's okay for me to say, you know what, yeah, didn't work out for me. I didn't do a great job. You know, I mean, yes, I worked hard. you can't discredit how good you were at at other aspects of your job. Sure, sure. Sure, that, that show, that station ended up switching. I get that. But my goodness, you put 10 years into sports radio and you had many successes in your career. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not denying that, but I think it didn't, for whatever reason, the combo of what I was doing and that thing, it didn't hit. It didn't hit with the audience. And so I think it's yeah. okay for me to admit that, yeah, it got canceled, but I'm so grateful it did because I wouldn't have any of this. We wouldn't have, as you brought up, just our family and everything like that. So I think the lesson today that we can pass along is because we've done it with our infertility and professionally. It's okay to say, you know what? This isn't the route. It's not working. I'm hitting a dead end. And I can keep showing up to the dead end going, oh, man, I thought the road would be open by now. Or you can mm-hmm. say, what other ways can I get there? It's okay to fail. Yep. I'm just a big old loser is what I'm trying to tell <laughs> no, you. you're not. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the Crazy Happy Life podcast. Also, Joey and Lauren in the Morning On Demand. That is our morning radio show every day. They're like hour long. It's all of our show. It's great stuff. You can subscribe to that as well. Just search for Joey and Lauren in the morning or say, Alexa, play the Joey and Lauren podcast. We'll talk to you next week.